and gentlemen, this, this is Ellis Island for a professional wrestler. This is freedom. Yowie, wowie, you found me. <laughs> Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the said yeah. 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 yeah 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 let me talk to you now introducing your hosts let's give it up for the prescription fill-in smart slaying cowboy boot wearing son of a gun make some noise for doc Haas. because the great don't need to be goaded into greatness they seek it out they crave it they dare the entire locker room to come after them, just like I'm gonna seek you out. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Nope, it's just our third man, Johnny Smarks. Smarks. Who said you would to speak while there's a microphone in my head? And here is your host with the most, the baby face of podcasting, J.C. Bones. Bones. Let's make one thing clear. I don't watch this business. This business watches me. Sit back and enjoy your dose of kayfabe consumption as you listen to the Fourth Wall Wrestlecast. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth breaking wall. The fourth wall. And what up, fam? Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things pro wrestling, music, sports, and so much more. Welcome to the Fourth Wall Cast. Check us out right here every Sunday on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. I am your host with the most, the babyface of podcasting, J.C. Bones. And I am accompanied today by the Fourth Wall's third man, but number one in your hearts. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the smark of all smarks. We call him Smarky, but you can call him Johnny Smarks. What's up, everyone? How are you? Johnny, what's going on, buddy? How has your week been? Dude, I am tired um just a busy week at school and then a gig on friday night and uh just doing some maintenance around the music equipment today while doing domestic stuff and here i am domestic here i am stuff. domestic stuff you had that you that, know what that, that, that honey do list not a honey do list we do stuff together oh but, that's uh, cute yeah it's fucking disgusting um <laughs> I hear you, man, but I'm, I'm pretty exhausted, so I had a busy week. Um, God, I had a video shoot Tuesday night. I worked the bridal show Wednesday. I had to play at Montclair University Friday morning, then played a gig, wedding gig in Jersey City Friday night. And then last night, my band, Emergency Breakthrough, threw down over at the Madison Hotel uh, until the wee hours of this morning. Last night, I didn't. I forgot to eat dinner, and I was kind of on a liquid diet all night. Nice. People kept buying me beers, so I definitely felt it when I woke up this morning. So, at least I have a few days off now from gigs, but I go back again on Sunday. Nice. This is pretty much going to be almost every every weekend now from here on through December. I'm already booked in all the way through June of 2021. I just oh my got God. 21 gigs this week. Jeez. Hey, man. Can't complain, though. Uh, at least I'm working. Yeah. 
life of a musician, bro. But if you guys want to take a look at what I do, follow me on Instagram at JC Bones and check out my Instagram stories. Gig Life with Johnny Bones. Oh, if you want Gig Life with Johnny Smarks, it's at John Plays Drums. John Plays Drums. Which he does play drums. I heard he's hey. pretty good with the skin flute, too. You, uh, you play drums, too. Uh, I'm a percussionist. Excuse me. Oh, you're, you're a drummer. Oh. I'm a percussionist. There's a oh. difference. Oh, excuse, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Not just any I, percussionist. I'm a party percussionist. That is an interesting thing. We uh, Did you see we had a friend who was a party percussionist this past weekend? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say his name on air, but uh, he did it with a set of tenors and tuned and detuned them. You know what? There, I've I've noticed that a lot. A lot of the other party percussionists that are out there use like actual quads or quints and sets of tenors, you know, because they they try and get that that that, that melodic sound out of the different heads. Well, you get technically but, a, a a cheap timbali sound, a floor tom, yeah. and you can do some funny things. Yeah. So, uh, what do you want to talk about today, Bones? Man, yo, we got a lot, a lot of wrestling to talk about. You know, Ooh. most people in, in the in the fourth wall fam know I'm not much of a sports guy. My sport is pro wrestling. A lot has happened over the past week that really helped pave the way for 2020 in AEW and also uh, paved the way for the road to WrestleMania as we get closer to Tampa. Um, not geographically, but this, but time wise. <laughs> I mean, it'd be kind of cool to go, but I don't think it's happening for us. No, as much as we wanted to, this year's not going to happen. But, Johnny, you were telling me about this story about a Zamboni driver who... Uh, Dude. Won, won a game? Dude, Let's all right, talk so about check this out. Quick. So this guy, right? He's Zamboni driver for uh, Toronto, right? And um, basically, um, Toronto's playing a game against... Uh, excuse me. I'm trying to get this story out. He's playing. They're playing a game against uh, Carolina, right? And uh, this guy, his name's David, Dave, whatever you want to call him. He uh, he's the emergency backup goalie for Toronto, right? So basically, every team has one of these. They sit in the audience, blah blah blah. And um, both the Carolinas goalies are hurt. So he gets a text, and it just says "suit up." He's in the crowd eating like a cheesesteak or something. Right. And, uh, he's like, Oh, I gotta go. And he ends up playing for the opposite team, which is just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, he goes in for Carolina. He's in blue shorts. They make him change apparently. Cause Carolina's colors are not blue. Right. And, uh, he ends up winning the game for the hurricanes as a backup goalie. It's probably the only, the only game he'll ever play in. Mm-hmm. And it doing one to fucking game, but he, uh, he let some shots in, but right. He goes down in history. And all that Zamboni driving has paid off. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to drive a Zamboni. Don't tell me you haven't. Have I wanted to? Yes. Have I physically driven one? No, I have not. But I would love to. Yeah. Dude, apparently Upper Deck is giving him a card and everything. (laughs) That's awesome. How cool is that, That though? Like, you never never hear of that. Yeah. Like, how long was he in the game for? The the rest of the game, I I think it's two periods. You know. Maybe it was one. Right. I'm not sure. It's a really interesting story, man. You have the underdog comes out and uh, wins the game. Yeah. You know? Oh, wait, here it is. Hold on. Uh, no, no, no. That This is just an upper deck pack. Hold on. No, I don't know what's going on here. But basically, he he was in the game for a little while. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. 
Yeah. That's pretty How cool. How cool is that? It's for, it's always cool to hear those underdog stories like that. That would be like to, you know, my favorite. We... Oh, I'm Go sorry. On. I just totally talked over you. Oh, cool. That would be like Rude. my favorite band. Uh... Oh, yeah, I am. Like, hey, our drummer's down. Come play. Come play, right? Ooh. Awesome, man. Well, listen, the underdog story definitely reminds me of pro wrestling. And, yeah. Um, as I mentioned earlier, there's definitely been a lot to help pave the way for the rest of the year or at least the next next few weeks right now as we lead to WrestleMania. But let's talk about AEW real quick. Yeah, because a- that's that's going to make me happy. Yeah, AEW just finished uh, their Revolution pay-per-view, which had quite the card. Uh, lots I of agree. really, really good matches. You know, you got to see Dark Order, SCU, Dustin Rhodes, Sammy Guevara. Uh, J- Jake Hager had his first match finally. Uh, Lucha Brothers showed up. Hangman Page and Omega. Pac had an amazing showing. Then but you have the main event. John Moxley taking on Chris Jericho for the AEW Championship. And Moxley yep. won. Moxley is now the second AEW champion. Now, do you think it was too soon for Jericho to lose the title? Or was it time to give it to some to someone else. All right, so it's time, and I'm going to tell you why it's time. It's time because I don't get me wrong. I I, I love Jericho. I want to be his best friend. Um, he'll think I'm weird, so it probably will never happen. But um, you know, he's he's the big star. He's the big name for AEW, along with Moxley and a couple others, right? And quite honestly, um, uh, you know, I I don't know why he I, I get why he got in the first place, but they should have taken um, kind of the stance of the Bucks and Cody and not taken the titles right away. But, of course, you know, you got to put it on him, make a right. name for themselves. I think of, of all the people they could have given it to. I mean, we talked at the beginning of AEW that the best person to give it to at the time would have been Hangman Page to put the title on him on a young up-and-comer. But... Uh, when giving it to Jericho, it definitely helped put AEW on the map because Jericho is, for lack of better terms, a household name. You know, mm-hmm. even people who aren't hardcore wrestling fans probably know the name Chris Jericho because he's been around for so long and he's wrestled everywhere. Mm-hmm. He made a name for himself everywhere. So I think, I don't think it was too soon for Jericho to lose. I think Jericho did what he had to do with the title and for AEW, but now it's time to start uh, putting the title on other stars that aren't household names for the most part in AEW and start putting their names on the map too. So I think Moxley was the best person to beat uh, Jericho for the title. I agree. I agree. And I don't know if Moxley's going to have a long run. I really don't. That was Moxley is, 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 he's the underdog. He's going right. to lose it to someone. It's not going to be Hangman Page right now because Hangman Page has the strap or does he? He has the tag titles. Yeah. Him and Omega yeah. beat the, beat the Bucks. At Revolution to read. That's right. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not watch it as much as I wanted to. I do not have $50 to spend right now. And I'm not the type of guy to, like, you know, steal it. Right. Because I believe in AEW and I don't want them to lose money. Yeah. We want to help support. But also, like, as I mentioned, with my schedule, I just had no time to watch any wrestling this week. 50 bucks. Yeah. That's WWE money, Cody. Come on, bro. So... So along with um, Moxley winning the AEW Championship from uh, from Chris Jericho, I want to talk about another ongoing story that's been happening with the Dark Order and their ooh, feud with SCU. I know I'm you're, so you're excited a huge about fan this one. Dark Order. So um, 
who is it, Grayson and Uno, right? Evil Uno and Evil Uno. And Pause. Before we go into yeah. this, let's talk about how people thought that the Dark Order joining AEW was the stupidest thing in the world. Right. But look at them now. Yeah. Look at them. Yeah. They're amazing. I, I don't I, I like it. I like the whole uh cult bullshit thing going on, right? Yeah. And I know what we're gonna talk about, so I'm gonna say it now. I know who the exalted one is. I think I think I think we both think we know because of something that has not been talked about a lot, but a couple weeks ago on Dynamite, uh there was a oh, it was during the tag team battle royal to determine yep. the number one contenders. And Dark Order, um, I forget what they call the guys that are all dressed in black with the black masks from the Dark Order. But all those... Uh, Let's just call them minions. All the Dark Order minions started attacking a bunch of the wrestlers and they made their way out into the crowd. And, excuse me, uh, when they went over the guardrail into the crowd, everyone that was sitting in that area dispersed except for one man. There was one man sitting in this folding chair in this very... Very familiar uh, position as he was sitting in his chair. And as I look closely, it's Raven. Yep. Raven was sitting there in the chair. When everyone else dispersed, he stayed where he was. And the Dark Order, I think it was Tremperetta they had over the guardrail, were fighting Tremperetta all around Raven until Raven was off the screen. And, like, that was such an obvious segment that, you know, I don't want to say it was obvious. It took me a double take to realize that that was Raven, but how did no one notice there was someone that did not get up off the chair? And why is no one talking about that more than anything else right now? With the oh, there's order? people talking about it, but that's – he's not the exalted one. I think I know where you're going to go. It's probably going to be – Because he was backstage last night. Oh, was he? He was. And his contract expired from the other company. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, no, you're exalted of- one – as of tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, your exalted one is going to be none other than Matthew Hardy. Yeah. There's been a lot of talks about that. Also, Matt Hardy has posted a lot on Twitter where he'll, he'll do a selfie of himself with, next to his TV while the Dark Order is on with AEW on the TV. Of course, so. I am a mark. I am a mark, and I could be wrong. I usually am. But listen, how cool would that be if we just get you know broken back? Yeah. I mean, I, I would be down for that. Uh, I think, I think it would, again, it would be another good place for Matt Hardy to go. Another opportunity for him to really shine with his his broken, woken character. Because you know, WWE <laughs> didn't really do do that character justice. No, as much as not Impact a- did. But AEW, I know, will really give him, will really uh, release the reins on that on that character with Matt Hardy. So oh, I guess they we'll have absolutely to wait and will. See. And see if maybe he shows up to Dynamite this week because his contract officially is up on Monday. Well, here's the thing. If there's a contract, don't they have a no-compete clause? It depends on the person. Not every wrestler has a a no-compete clause. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering what they're going to do with him. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens now. But I think at this point, the storyline is Randy Orton pretty much killed Matt Hardy off for WWE. That's stupid. But whatever. Yeah. Do I think I think Matt deserved better on his way out? Yes. Uh, but it was still nice to see him on Raw uh, a lot over the past month or so for his final few matches in WWE. Agreed. I think. Uh, there was also are rumors I think of Jeff Hardy possibly coming back soon. 
So I don't know if his contract coincides with Matt's. Well, remember, if he's out, they're going to add on time. True. That's right. They did that with uh, the now Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a good point. Brody Lee, man, Tyrus. No, Tyrus. no, oh, wrong no, person. Brody Lee. I'm thinking of um, Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay. Wow, well, yeah, Brody oh, Lee. Oh, right. somebody Brody Lee, called Luke, Luke Mama. Harper. My bad. I mixed up the two names. Uh, yeah, you're right. But Luke Harper, I think, is going to be going AEW soon too. Yeah, hey, he's Brody Lee. Lee. Oh, speaking of who else is at AEW, Colt Cabana made his debut at Revolution last night, also on AEW. Very excited for that. SCU against the Dark Order, which is pretty cool. Yep, very excited for that. Also, recently, Lance Archer from uh, NJPW just signed, and he is now All Elite as well. Lance Archer? Lance Archer, he was the uh, former IWGP US champion who lost the title to John Moxley uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. It's funny how all these people just kind of show up. Yep. this is. I think we're going to start seeing a, a big influx of some big names on, on the independent scene heading, making their way over to AEW in 2020. But can't really say the same for WWE right now. Dude. Uh, let's talk oh. about the shit show that was Super Showdown coming to us live from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. So do we have to, we don't have to talk about it, but we have to talk about the aftermath of this event. Now I, I have not watched it either. I really had no desire to watch it, but I did of course read up on the results. Uh, there are some cool things that came out of it. Like the undertaker returned and is now the winner of the to wake gauntlet trophy as he defeated AJ styles in seconds with a choke slam. Doesn't even have to wrestle anymore. To win the, yeah, he just has to do a choke slam and, and pin him. Um, Miz and Morrison defeated the New Day for the tag titles for SmackDown tag titles, which is okay. Great. One bright light of that because I actually love Miz and Morrison, mm-hmm. and um, I'm okay with this. I really am. Yeah, I, I, am. I love that they won. But what I didn't like is that this past Friday on SmackDown, I saw they were facing the Usos, and the Usos beat them clean one, two, three in a non-title match. How do you put your titles on a on a? How do you put your titles on a new on a new tag team that hasn't had them re, in in re, recent history and have them lose their first non title match clean and get pinned one two three? Because WWE doesn't believe in continuity. No, you're right. There, there's no continuity in any of their storylines. I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. That bothers me. But they are going to be now in an elimination chamber match against Lucha House Party, Heavy Machinery, Usos, New Day, and Rude and Ziggler. Yep. Which is going to yep. be a hell of a match. I mean, Lucha House Party is what it is, but they're fucking all high flyers. And I, and we've seen Kalisto do some crazy shit in Elimination Chamber before. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's something else I want to... And I'm, I'm happy for Kalisto that he's finally coming back because you never really hear about him anymore. Right. But um, can we... Let's talk about Mansoor. Okay. You never see him. Right. Maybe he does house shows. Mm-hmm. You never see him on TV. He does house shows it, for NXT. But but here's the thing, like he's a pawn. Yeah, he's an absolute pawn. Cool. Hey, you're gonna win a match. Always in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, for the few times I've seen him on on NXT TV, he he can work. He's he can work. He's he's definitely a good worker. Uh, I, I think obviously he just needs a lot of work on character development. And who is Mansoor? Who is his character? There is none. He's Mansoor. He's Saudi Arabian. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he had a. 
an okay match against Dolph Ziggler at Super Show. And just, again, like you said, just to give him another win in Saudi Arabia, in his hometown, in his home country. So is he going to win every match he ever has? No, I don't think Saudi Arabia. No, I I think eventually they are going to start putting him more on NXT TV or even put him on 205 Live at this point. I think I'm pretty sure he's under the 205 weight limit. But I think at this point, if he already has these two big wins under his belt, and I say big wins because, you know, Dolph Ziggler is is no slouch. Dolph Ziggler helps to put him over. He also won the greatest Royal Rumble, a 50 man Royal Rumble. So. But. uh, Hey, 50 man, bro. Yeah, but. That's more than Alberto Del Rio can say. He only won a 40-man. Is he alive? Del Rio? Yeah, he was just recently had a failed attempt at UFC. Or MMA, I should say. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah. And he was, he was like, knocked out in the first, like, 30 seconds of his match. Oh, no. So, that's how that goes. He should have he just saw what happened to CM Punk and realized, you know what? MMA's not out for me. No, but not at all. Oh, come so anyway, on, so let's talk about the universal title picture and how uh, the face that runs the place <laughs> falls into the card at WrestleMania now. So at Super Showdown, we had Bray, the fiend Bray Wyatt defending the universal championship against Goldberg. Uh, this was obviously nothing more than just to appease the wallet of the Saudi Arabian prince. Because uh, that's all they do is they want to get legends. Undertaker, Goldberg, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kane. Let's get everyone we can who retired 10 plus years ago and bring them back to the ring for our amusement. And let's, ha- let's have Goldberg defeat the fiend Bray Wyatt who was being built as his unbeatable character, as his new modern day phenom as our universal champion and supposedly he has a weakness, right? Isn't that what Daniel Bryan said? We have to mm. find his weakness is his weakness is getting three spears and a piss poor jackhammer and then losing in Saudi Arabia to Goldberg. Is that his I weakness? Know. I don't Wyatt even know. Even, even had some things to say, some cryptic things to say on Twitter about that more. So coming from Bray Wyatt, not the character, you know? So I have I, I feel I like have nothing that, to say about this. I'm really sorry. No, I, it, I just I know I knew it, it was going to happen. I think it's shitty that it happened this way. Uh, they still could have had Goldberg and Roman Reigns face each other at WrestleMania without the title. Roman I Reigns know. is fine where he is. Roman Reigns does not need to be in the title picture. Now people are going to cheer for Roman for winning because they don't want Goldberg to have the title. Yeah, <clears throat> the last two matches Goldberg has had. You could tell he is not in shape for the ring anymore. Ew. His last run was against Brock Lesnar, and that's where it should have ended. I um, I, I again, I really have nothing on this. It's it's basically they they should have not taken the belt off. I think Goldberg should have lost. I'm sure he didn't want to lose. Right. Then don't put him against the fucking fiend. Right. Excuse my language. I'm actually pretty upset about this. I, I would have rather have seen Roman and Goldberg fight at Super Showdown. Agreed. Just have them fight instead of that Agreed. stupid cage match with Roman and Corbin again. Like, who? I don't want to see those two fight anymore. But anyway, just, now John Cena made his return this past week also on SmackDown to talk about uh, his stance and how he wants to be included in WrestleMania. And what happens? The Fiend comes out. And what does the fiend do? He does the WrestleMania point. Let's point to the sign. 
So now we're going to see John Cena versus The Fiend. But now what, what does that mean? Is John Cena going to bury him yet again? What about the last time Bray Wyatt and John Cena fought at WrestleMania when Bray Wyatt should have gone over to help push mm-hmm. his character? No, he's mm-hmm. probably going to take an L from John Cena yet again at WrestleMania. He better not. What I think his one loss to Goldberg, that, that almost did it for the Fiend character. There is nothing more, nothing left for that Fiend character now. There's the story, any kind of storyline they could have written with him is dead because he already lost clean in minutes to Goldberg. To a guy that's who's cool. In his I still want to see him versus the Undertaker. I but it's probably not going to happen. Seen the Undertaker involved in that match at some point if, if, if Undertaker was going to be in Saudi Arabia. I don't know. It's, it's just piss it's not going to happen anymore. It's piss poor creative, piss poor booking for the Saudi Arabia shows. But it's it, it, it's leading us to WrestleMania. So now we're going to have Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Title. We're going to have John Cena versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt in a grudge match, not even a blood feud. It's just hey, uh-huh. I want to have a fight. Hey, I want to fight too at Mania, so I can have a really cool entrance. Let's fight each other. Whoa! It's. WrestleMania right now is going to end up being very boring. I'm looking yep. forward to Rhea Ripley and Charlotte and maybe adding Bianca Belair to that match. I'm looking forward to what's most likely going to end up being Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch. The yep. women's matches I'm looking forward to. Yep. You know? Uh, I'm also looking forward to Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. That will be a good one. And I, th- I think I think Drew's going to beat him. Yeah, exactly. And I want to talk about that real quick. So we're talking about people like The Fiend and Roman Reigns and Goldberg and John Cena. Out of all of the out of the entire roster in WWE and NXT, I want to mm-hmm. I'm going to go on 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 record right now by saying that the biggest babyface working for that company is Drew McIntyre. He is the biggest babyface right now because he knows how to be a babyface. Agreed. I don't know if you watched him when he was on uh, The Bump a couple weeks ago. I did not. The Bump is uh, one of the WWE Network originals. He was being interviewed. It was Caleb Braxton and a couple other schmoes that, you know, just do like what we do and talk wrestling. Uh, but Drew McIntyre was there being interviewed, and, and you really got to see a little more behind the scenes on you know, on Drew's most of us know Drew McIntyre when he was the chosen one in his whole career up to this point. But what he's doing differently than other uh, than other babyfaces are not doing is he is including the WWE universe. He is including the fans. You yep. know, hey, it's time for me to point at the at the sign, but let's all point at the sign together. Three, yep. two, one, and we all point to the WrestleMania sign together. He's including the universe. You know who else did that this time last year and put made them the biggest baby face in the roster? Um, I would say a one Kofi Kingston. Yes, but that's not who I was going to say because this oh, person who are you gonna say? did it this time last year, but has slow, very quickly fallen off. Uh, that's Becky Lynch. When Becky oh, she has totally fallen off. Yeah, when she first became the man, everything was we, we. I'm doing this because of you. You helped me get here. Yep. But, now, but now she's become very cocky. She wears the the cool guy sunglasses now. Now it's all about her. Yep. You know, she's very self-absorbed in what Becky what's best for Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch needs to defeat Asuka. Becky Lynch needs to defeat that 
uh, what I forget the word that she used. The the one match she never won. You know, Becky Lynch needs to be the one. Oh, to... it was uh, Oscar. Oscar, yeah. And uh, Becky Lynch needs to be the one to defeat the or be the Vampire Slayer. She doesn't include the fans oh. anymore. So I feel like Becky has lost that touch. Becky was the top babyface in the company for a while. But now that she has forgotten about the fans and focusing more on her as the cool girl, sorry. Becky, I don't want to see her as cool top. girl. Yeah, I don't like it. I want to see her as that badass. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's what we're getting. Yeah. But right now, Drew McIntyre is the biggest babyface. And if they don't put that WWE championship on Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania, they're making a Riot. big, big mistake. Yep. And it's going to be riots. Oh, yeah. What? I, how much? Uh, how much time is left in Brock's contract? Does Brock even have a contract? Who knows? Uh, I think it was last year he just signed a three-year contract. But again, that that's limited time. It's part. I don't know what that part-time contract looks like. I don't part think. Time. I don't think we're ever going to see Brock Lesnar not in the title picture whenever he's on TV or whether that's whenever stupid. he's involved in a storyline. That's stupid. Yeah. It, it's stupid if if it's done wrong. Like the way they did it at Royal Rumble, he helped put the right people over. You know, oh, he I, absolutely did. And the whole thing with Drew, I'm surprised he agreed to that. Yeah, but the whole thing with Drew and the way he put over Keith Lee in that match as well. So it's hard Dude. to say what what I'm, they're going to do. But I don't see Brock not being in the title picture, which I don't think he needs to be in the title picture. Why is Keith not in the main roster yet? Oh, that's right. Because if you go to the main roster, you die now. Oh, yeah, and you, you get lost in the shuffle. Keith Lee is fine where he's at right now, holding that North American championship. He mm-hmm. is a good mid-card uh, champion for NXT right now. And he yep. still has so much more room to grow, and he needs to stay where he's at. And Agreed. I think eventually when Killer Cross shows up, Killer Cross needs to go to NXT. Ooh. He'll face Keith Lee. Killer Cross. Yep. Ooh. What do you think about him? Uh, I don't know much about him. I, I know what I've read. I know of his stint in Lucha Underground as the um, the White Rabbit for the, the what is it, the Bunny Squad? Bunny, I, I didn't London. get that far into Lucha Underground. I, I didn't forget. get out of first season. Yeah, Paul London had a uh, Paul had a London? Stable. Yeah. Paul London had a stable in Lucha Underground that I'm pretty sure it was like the Bunny... Something the buddy collected. Paul London still buddy. wrestles. Yeah. Well, I don't know who he wrestles for now. No, you know he Ring of Honor. He's in Ring of Honor, I believe. Oh my God. Yeah. Does he still have a bowl cut? No, man. Not the last time I saw him. But I, I got to apologize because I don't watch Ring of Honor as much as I should. Uh, I don't either. I don't either. Unfortunately, I wish I did. I wish I was able to watch all the wrestling every week, but there's just not enough time in a week to watch it all. Look at this dude. Oh, you, you, Holy you shit. Yeah, man. His he doesn't have long was, hair anymore. His character was great in uh, Lucha Underground, too. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, look at this shit. Oh, he's old. He's old looking. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> it's the little things these days. Little, exactly. Oh, man. So... All right, well, Johnny, anything else you want to talk about? I just want to make it known that I, you know, I grew up on WWE. 
I love WWE, but unfortunately, I, there's nothing there for me right now. Yeah. It's NWA, AEW, NXT is the best wrestling out there. I, I, and for any Impact fans, this is no, no, you know, I don't mean anything by this, but I don't watch Impact, but I've heard Impact is great. So if it is, then yes, I want to put them on that list as well. But I, I need to start watching some Impact wrestling. It's hard. To, there's to, so I much wrestling see, now. I need to see some Jordan Grace with that Knockouts champion championship. I want to see Oof, Tessa Blanchard Jordan as Grace. the world champion for Impact Wrestling. Can we go back to Jordan Grace? I got to see her live a few weeks ago, bro. Against a little Kimberly. jealous of you. A little Amazing. jealous of you. I was, it was unfortunate, though, that she didn't lose her match. Uh, Wade, our, our good brother Wade from the Big Heck and Wade Adventures, also found right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Uh, he that he still says that it's my fault that Jordan Grace lost. It was my first time seeing her live, and all I wanted was a headlock. I wanted her to put me in a headlock, bro. Is that, is that too much didn't? to ask? No, she wasn't there for the meet and greets. Her and Kimberly both left right after their match. That's absurd. But I did That's get absurd. to meet Holly Dead and um, Mercedes Martinez. Yo, so wait, Mercedes is doing independent stuff still? Not or Mercedes, she just... Marty Bell. That's who it was. Wow. Marty Bell. Marty Bell. NWA. She was awesome. She didn't like me, though, because I was, I was rooting for her opponent, Danny Jordan, who was such a heel. She is so heel, and I love her for that. But Marty and I ended up becoming like BFFs. Nice. And Marty's said, pretty awesome. Yeah. Jordan's, Jordan's my girl. I actually might be going back to another BCW show with Wade. Sometime in March, uh, this month actually, I believe. Ooh. And I believe Marty Bell is going to be back on that card as well. I might have to come with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk. We'll talk to Wade. We'll find out the date and we'll see if we could all, all three of us go to Ridgefield Park. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. That'd be cool. All right. Well, Johnny, I think that's all we have for today. This is a quick wow. show. But uh, we got through a lot of, again, it was a lot of wrestling talk for, for this week. But uh, once our schedule start to lighten up a little bit during the week, we're going to have a set day to record. We're going to start bringing you guys more content, go back to probably the hour-long format. And also once we get Doc back in here as well. We miss well, you, buddy. We miss you too, Doc. Kind of, sort of, sort of, kind of. But You're kind of a note, dick, but I do yeah. miss you. But on that note, fam, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for listening to episode 64 of the Fourth Wall Cast. If you enjoyed the show and want to show your support, be sure to follow us on all social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fourth Wallcast. That's the number four, T-H-W-A-L-L-C-A-S-T. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at J.C. Bones. That's Bones with a Z. And you can find... Oh, my God. Fame. I can't even talk. It's Fame. Sunday. You can... The Fiend! <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at John Plays Drums. But you can also find me on Twitter, and I promise I'm going to start using Twitter soon, and Johnny smirks a lot. Fam, for those of you loyal listeners that have been listening to us since day one, how many times has Smarky said that on air? If you could tell us that answer... Yo, shut the fuck up. I will, you guys will win a Kenny Omega Funko Pop. What? Yes, I have an extra Kenny Omega Funko Pop, and I want to give it away. So if anyone in the fourth wall fam could tell me the number of times smarky on air has said he's going to use twitter more which he still has not done nope you will win a free k 
Kenny Omega Funko. You Pop. can't have any of my Funko Pops because I don't have that many. But I will tell you, I just got the Fiend one. Now it's an Amazon exclusive, and if you don't have it, you should buy it. Yes, that's that's the next one to add to my collection as well. So, uh, also, fam, be sure to follow our other man, Doctor Haas at Dr. Haas 4WC on Twitter. And also be sure to follow the 4th Wall Pop Network on Twitter at 4th Wall Pop. That's 4th spelt out, F-O-U-R-T-H-W-A-L-L, Pop. And with that being said, please be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be your biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Once again, we are the 4th Wall cast. And we are here to make it pop. Johnny, too sweet me, brother. Goodbye and good night. Too sweet. All right, man. I'll talk to you. We'll catch up with you this week, brother. All right, later on. Later, dude.